The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Oh, Steve and Larson, don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve and Larson. <laughs> Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and of course taped live right here at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, pretty much right after or within like the hour of every uh, wrestling show, WWE and AEW and of course pay-per-views. Uh, yeah. We go live here on the Twitch. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm, I'm putting together some new Twitch. I got some slick Twitch assets going on, man. I'm going to work on that this weekend. I'm really Amazing. looking forward to that. On the screen, you'll be able to see all the people who are putting in the money and giving us subs, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So anyways, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Uh, I was like, I like building new things, man. I like mm-hmm. digital things. I'm not not, not like mm-hmm. you know cars and stuff. Yeah, you're you're not you're not handy per se, but I'm not necessarily a handyman. Mm-hmm. But uh, I enjoy I. I enjoy putting together digital things. Anyways, uh, yeah. By the way, shout out to Anthony F for the Big E intro. Amazing, Amazing. just fantastic. fantastic, great stuff. Uh, got some new patrons here: Matthew Garrett, Jimmy Ward, uh, uh, Bottle Episode Productions. Uh, used to be AKA Draft House Games. They have oh. rebranded. Big rebrand. Oh, okay. uh, Bottle Episode Productions. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, they've yeah. been such a wonderful sponsor of Going In Raw here. Uh, they can't have say been, enough yes. great things. Yes. They're uh, fantastic. Church Jackson, longtime friendo, now patron. He's getting that Patreon, that exclusive shirt. Ooh. Uh, another uh, patron here. Yankees are the elite. I'm assuming this is a New Yorker. Cloudy Maine. Also, new patron, and I, I'm not sure if I mentioned Samantha Brunker is back as patron. Uh, so yeah, thank cool. you all for your support. All those patrons, man, they all they're all eligible to check out Friendo Club TV. It's our bonus mm-hmm. content, five episodes a week today. Ten new ten for the win today. Uh, old, which old ten for the win? Sorry, vintage ten for the win. Vintage ten for the win. A new old ten for the win. A new upload of a vintage ten for the win. Which one was it today? Uh, top ten cinematic u- universes, all four years old. I have, uh, I have, I have, I have a lot of the old, old, old stuff. We, I, we have the old. I've given you, I've given you access to the old, old stuff. That's that's tip of the iceberg, man. There's so much more. I know, but we have a lot of it. If that's what you want, yeah, I have like access stuff, to it. The, the stuff, the, the stuff, the stuff that you gave me access to is just some of it. I have basically all of it. I, the problem is the hard drive requires a power cable. I don't know where that power cable's at. Yeah, but in the meantime, we've got Fine. like. Trust me, I go through those. I'm just trying to find something that's okay. That's that we can roll with now. Okay, all, all right. right. Uh, so yeah, that's good stuff. And then tomorrow there is a new 10 for the win. We brought on the Rob Zerver to edit our stuff because we're a couple of lazy old men who don't want to edit anymore. I don't like editing anymore. And like so, uh, so yeah, Rob Zerver is going to be doing some editing for us. Yeah, he do. He does a heck of a better job than we ever did. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, man. You got uh, that right. Brand new 10 for the win tomorrow right here on the channel. Uh, so check that out. Anyways, let's hop into this man. Smackdown. Uh, there is it was, there was an oddly great amount, wonderful amount of good wrestling matches. I yeah, didn't, but like, it was bookended by well, the opening wasn't bad. It was just really long, and the end was short but really bad. The open was really I didn't see that. Was it long? Yeah, it felt pretty long. Till we got, I think it was like ten minutes. And then we got Morrison. It felt long. Did it? Okay. Yeah, it felt long. I I was actually surprised that Riddle's. Uh, uh, in uh, promo thing was not as excruciating as excruciatingly long as those things typically are. He got through some weird story about his feet, 
and yeah. then and then like it was and then I was like thank God Baron Corbin I never thought in a million years I'd ever think that thank God Baron Corbin is interrupting this thing mm-hmm. the, one of WWE's worst things like it, one of their worst things is they don't have seemingly and maybe it's a Pritchard thing or McMahon thing the writing when they when they just write the hell out of the dialogue and they try to be clever with it it never works. We saw that twice tonight. One with Riddle's story about his feet. And then again when Alexa and Nikki came out and oh, that, started talking was... about. And whenever they try to get clever, it just dies. It dies. Yeah. That being said, there were a ton of good matches tonight, man. Yeah, there were some fun matches. All the wrestling was good. Um, it was it was just the, the, the expository stuff, the story mm-hmm. stuff, a lot of talking stuff. The year was too long, missed the mark. Or when it comes to the ending segment, uh, just basically god awful. Now it wasn't uh, uh, Bailey. This is your life, awful, because it wasn't long. It was short, relatively at least. Um, but uh, if, if if that segment was five minutes longer, the way it was going, it might have been oh, it tension. Wasn't, I don't know, man. I kind of just five more minutes, that man. One. Give it five more minutes. Well, <laughs> That's a long time. If you time. get it five more minutes, if, if it not only was it bad, if it overstayed its welcome, yeah, then but, it would have been really yeah, bad. Yeah, but you know what? You know, Here's the thing why it would never match it. The worst is when you have a Bailey, this is your life type thing, and there's 7,000 people there. That's yeah. the worst because you have all those people, and they're all just sitting there just trying to slog through it. Could they send Seamus something better like, to get his audio so it was like listenable? Yeah, I did. I the was audio like, was so bad. I was I mean, like, from his phone, obviously, but I mean, like, <laughs> it's this is a, a billion dollar company. Maybe, hey, dude, maybe they were trying. This is what I honestly thought. This, I didn't think they were going for this, but it did look like this. Like, if you go to, uh, you know, sometimes like bars, they'll have like screenings of stuff, yeah. and they'll have a projection thing, and it just doesn't yeah. look very good. Maybe that's what they were going for, because even like the video quality was terrible too. It looked like they were watching it on like it was all bad. But the thing about that situation, you're watching a movie at bar, uh, there's no audio, usually. Mm-hmm. And if there is audio, it's drowned out by all the people talking, usually music, too. <laughs> yeah, right. So when you get you get grainy, uh, uh, projected on Titantron video, um, along with, like, subpar audio, yeah, uh, it's just not good. The, the whole thing, the whole setup was bad. Uh, Seamus seemed like not to be into it. Don't really feel <laughs> good totally about did. this. You know, I was probably... <laughs> He's probably still he's probably still battling coronavirus. <laughs> look, I look, I I am not speculating on anything right now. It's just when he's not there, you kind of put two and two together, don't you? Well, I mean, it could be. I'm not being. Be a couple, I'm not being could, serious. I'm not being I know. serious. I know. Uh, um, but speaking of, you said subpar. Speaking of subs, uh, Kirsten the mod just dropped a ton of gifted subs in this uh, in so our much, chat. Kirsten. Thank you, Kirsten. You're the best. And Weathered Souls gifted a sub too. I saw. Oh, thank you, thank very, you much. very much. Um, and like the, it's you know, I, personally, I still feel like the storyline's really tacky. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's tacky. Kind of, it's too far, man. And it's too just, much. When he takes such glee and saying junky, it's just like, ah, come on, mm, come on. Mm. And here's the thing: it's not like, dude, it's not even like we're gonna have like a barn burner match to look forward to either. Like Jeff no. Hardy will do something crazy, which will make me freaked out because I don't want him to die. And Sheamus. Seamus can be fun sometimes, but I it's, I don't really look forward to his matches. No. No, I don't either. I kind of feel like I know exactly what I'm going to get with the Seamus match. Yeah, pretty much. It's whether his opponent can elevate him maybe to something beyond the typical Seamus match. Anyways, it wasn't a great segment. It By no means should be the main event segment. Um, uh, there was no chemistry there. Like the, basically nothing was going right for it. I did like I'll 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 interject. I did like uh, get, I I'll always mark out when a guy gets a bottle, like uh, smashed over his head. Yeah, mm. I'm happy with that. Man, like man you're getting no lately. no quarter from you tonight, huh? We just saw uh, Kenny and Paige break like six bottles over someone's head at the Stadium Stampede match. I kind of got my fill for a while. I'm good. You think so? Yeah. All right. Uh, the wrestling was good. We had yeah, wrestling was uh, good. that started off, man. I did not expect to get that level of a match between this is what this is why they brought John Morrison in. I'm assuming uh, finally, like months later, we get like a match like this out of uh, him and uh, and Matt Riddle. 
That was, oh, was a really good. killer match. That was really good. That was a killer match. Some of the stuff they were doing there. So anyways, let's get into it. Kicks off with uh, an interview between Michael Cole and Matthew Riddle. And uh, he, like I said earlier, he tells some story about being a little kid and then like going out in the snow and his feet were all frostbitten. And so he can't feel anything in his feet. Well, he said he said he was in Wisconsin in the, in the winter. And he said he went someplace and there's an indoor pool and there's snow outside. So we go to the pool, play outside, go in the pool go outside and so one time he went outside stayed outside too long got in the pool and his feet started burning and they went to the doctor said you got frostbite they're thinking of amputa- amputating his toes and he pulled through but he said he doesn't wear shoes now because when he does it makes his feet burn like they did when he had frostbite yeah yeah so he can't feel it. hey Fidelio by the way yeah, uh, okay. so he can't yeah he can't feel anything um Let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to think. When That's about get, time. That's okay, time then he got interrupted by Baron Corbin. He's like, stop talking about it. I didn't take any Steve notes. I didn't, feel, I didn't figure I'd have to. Uh, so, yeah, well, he, he, talking, tells, he, he tells Riddle. He could uh, he could have saved everyone's time and said the reason I don't wear shoes. See, I mean that's that's kind of the I don't really care. <laughs> like, he basically said you don't deserve a shot at me. Here's John Morrison. Here you can have yeah, this guy much. instead, which so kind of goes says, along with like the story that's out there. Yeah, I was gonna say which that was his thing is you don't earn, you don't come walk in and get a match with me. You got to earn it because he said that later on commentary too. So I know, yeah, I, it's out there, and I don't want to I don't want to call anybody out, but there's like a story out there that like backstage stuff. Baron Corbin has objected to having a feud with Matt Riddle, saying that he should have some like squash matches with enhancement talent first. Kind of doesn't pass the sniff test to me, to be honest with you. I'm not sure Baron Corbin would be backstage saying no. He this guy needs to do enhancement matches first. That's just that just is weird to me. Well, I mean, here's the thing too: is if it, assuming that story is true. I mean, John Morrison is is his leaps and bounds beyond enhancement talent. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's that's assuming that the story is true and they're trying to placate Corbin um, in some way. And you say, hey, we're not going to do enhancement matches because those are boring because they are. Hey, we're going to do this, though. We'll have him go through some guys first. And put on really good I, matches, which isn't boring. So I don't know. I kind of feel like somebody's being fed some BS there, but what do I know? Um, anyways... Uh, so yeah, he says, "Here's this guy. Here's John Morrison." And then this so match, match was begins. freaking yes. great, man. This it match was great. Was so Baron fun. was on commentary, and when the match was about to begin, uh, Matt Riddle kicked off his slide. Usually, he does it towards hard cam. This time, he did in Baron's direction. Uh, yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah, Baron was just continually humiliated during this match, yeah, uh, and he wasn't even life. in it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, there was all sorts of cool stuff going on. Again, this was the kind of thing where like we can. I know there's like if you just get on like Twitter and look at WWE's timeline during this match, they were giffing out all sorts of stuff, and it's just really, really cool. Like this was one of these matches where it was like, okay, go do some really cool stuff, as opposed to tell like a boring story, but like one that's like you know designed to get heat. You know, it's like yeah. no, these guys went out there and did a lot of really cool stuff. They did, like, but there was some storytelling stuff. There's a couple bits where Morrison sure. cut some corners. That bit where they were trading strikes and Morrison is like slapping his elbow pad, like, "Hey, all right, I'm gonna lay in the lumber on you." It takes his elbow pad off and then pokes Riddle in the eye. Oh, I like love that. that. That was good. That was really good. Yeah, um, no, that stuff. I love that stuff. Yeah, I'm just talking yeah, about like yeah. you know when somebody just has like a headlock for five minutes. You know that kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, that could be boring. Uh, so then later on, Morrison he like fakes a high kick, uh, and Riddle covers up, and so Morrison uh, sweeps his legs. And I've never seen him do this before. So he picks up. He doesn't like the most. The, like the smoothest deadlift I've ever seen. Effortless. He like rolls over, picks up Matt Riddle, has him in powerbomb position, lifts him up like a razor's edge, starts spinning, Yeah, kind of launches him up, and then basically Uranagi's him. Dude, again, you you talk about it, you got to see it. I mean, even yeah. if it's like, I'm not recommend. I'm not saying, hey, everybody go out and watch SmackDown. For this match, I would. And in fact, for this yeah, match, this match is really good. and the Nakamura match, and then AJ Styles match, those were three killer matches. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely recommend SmackDown just on those alone. Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully you're, you have a DVR and you can fast forward through some fast of the crap. Fast through everything else, yeah. And then just don't so worry that, about the main event segment. Yeah, because it's worth missing. Uh, so he gets a two on that. He complains to the ref about that. So Matt Riddle locks on the bro mission. 
And John Morrison powers up and starts climbing up the ropes mm-hmm. with Matt Riddle on his back. Yeah. So they're up there. They're kind of jockeying for position. Riddle's knocked off at one point. Uh, he, he stalked on the apron, climbs back up. Morrison hits a super Spanish fly, lands, gets up, hits a standing Spanish fly. Yeah. And gets a two count. That was so rad. That it was, was cool. cool. I love when they that just was- randomly have matches like this. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the end, uh, so uh, Riddle's picking up Morrison. The Miz pops up on the apron, so Riddle goes after him. Miz hops down, and then Corbin hops on the apron. Because at this point, Corbin's got away from commentary. He's on the floor. Uh, Riddle goes after him. Corbin gets out of the way. Uh, Morrison rolls up Riddle, and then Riddle kicks out in the midst of kick- kicking out, tr- uh, counters into his own pin, a really deep one, and he mm-hmm. gets the win that way. Yeah. It was a good really stuff. fun match. A lot of good stuff going on here. Yeah, I like this too. I like how they'll interweave storylines here because, of course, uh, la- the week before last week, last week, when did Riddle and AJ have their, their match? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, so after that, uh, Riddle's up uh, on the ramp and uh, AJ Styles attacks him. Drew Gulak comes in to make the save. Refs try to stop a brawl. We go to commercial. We come back. This match is happening. So mm-hmm. they go straight from one banger right into the next. Mm-hmm. And this one, I mean, I'm not going to put this up there with uh, Riddle and Morrison, but damn, this was good too. And I really, mm-hmm. I really like the end. I mean, look, they had Drew eke out a victory over AJ, you know, uh, right before like the finals about a month of that, ago. yeah, yeah that about a month icy ago. title thing. Uh, and so this was AJ definitively putting an end to any hope that Drew Gulak is going to be IC champion. Oh yeah, AJ more or less dominated this match. I mean, Drew got some uh, offense in, but not a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Daniel Bryan. Joined in via Zoom a couple a couple of times. <laughs> totally live. Well, hey, why does everybody have like the crappiest cameras and the crappiest phones these days? I'm telling you, if I recorded Seamus's thing on this on this thing, oh, you'd think that Stanley Cooper well, came he, back to life, you, man. Well, you think he had like an iPhone eight or something? <laughs> if that, I don't know what Galaxy came out in like 2009. Oh, you got to blame it on the Android phone, huh? Yeah, I will. I actually will. <laughs> the cameras on these are insane. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're really good. I remember someone tweeted out something. I'll try to find it here uh, about uh, Daniel Bryan actually shooting the, his bits in advance. Mm. So he wasn't live. No, that's not shocking at all. No, my apologies. <laughs> I should have I should have uh, kept tabs on it. They, oh, it, they... was, it was uh, Tom Colohue, Hugh. Sorry, Tom Colohue. Okay, all right. Yeah, that that's not that's not shocking at all. No, which explained why I didn't they it wasn't an ongoing conversation throughout the match. They just threw to him, I think, three times during the course of the bout. So you mentioned Styles was dominating this match. Uh, the finish saw a power bomb on Drew Gulak into a Styles clash. AJ starts saying, "No, that's not enough." Goes up and then gives him a uh, the phenomenal forearm, gets the win there. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was. Whew. A lot of offense there. Solid bout. Solid yeah. bout. After that, uh, we get a quick shot of Sasha and Bailey. They're exiting a production truck. And apparently, uh, according to Michael Cole and Corey Graves, they've been in the truck all day working on a tribute to Sasha and Bailey. They should have hired. They should have done what we that. did. Just hired the Rob Zerver. Oh, Rob Zerver's great. He would have done a killer I mean, job. The tribute they put together was good, but man, Rob Zerver. Oh, are you kidding me? Next level stuff. He could have done like a thing where he takes their tweets and then he makes a song out of it. There you go. So they come out to the ring, drop a promo. Uh, Bailey says they've rolled through everybody. Uh, she was listing off matches they've won. She was getting to Wednesday night at Full Sail. Sasha's like, mm, don't need to mention that one. Uh, says, we're on every show, and yet we get no respect. Bailey says, however, there is somebody who does have respect for Sasha and Bailey, and it's The Undertaker. She says, Taker, as she calls him, called her after last week's show, told her that he was embarrassed about all the fuss. They paid him when clearly she is the greatest champ in WWE history. And she, he, according to Bailey, he told her, you and Sasha are redefining what it means to be champion at Extreme Rules. Uh, Mark Calloway can't wait for Bailey to win, for them to win, and hold all the belts. And he implores WWE to pay them some respect and have a tribute for them. So I'll, she does all yeah. this in her own Undertaker impression. Not impressed. I'll be honest. Not impressed. In fact... I doubt this phone call ever took place, Larson. I could be wrong. Who am I to doubt the, the Bailey Two Champ or whatever she calls herself, Dose Dose Strap? Um, but uh, 
given that she couldn't even do a serviceable Undertaker. Yeah, it probably didn't happen. I don't believe this ever happened. Uh, so Sasha throws to the video package. It's well put together. There's a couple funny oh, those are lines. Great. Uh, the one Sasha's line they had about said most other uh, women in the women's division, uh, the closest they'd ever get to a grand slam is a greasy breakfast at Denny's. That was good. That was a good line. I know that was good. Are you a fan of are you a fan of the grand slam, Larson? Yeah, if I'm in the mood for a grand slam, I'll I'll take part. Yeah, they have uh they have I mean they've got a bunch of slams. I usually get the lumberjack slam. I usually that's get the like, make your own because I think you have exactly what I want on it. You should name that. Well, okay, what do, what do you get on your make your own slam? It varies. On slam? Depends what I'm in the mood for. Whoa. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. All right, never mind. Thought you had like a... I don't have a go-to, man. You have a go-to? It's whatever I am in the mood for. Okay, let's ask, let me ask you this. Denny's comes to us. Hey, right. we love going in raw, especially the bearded guy. We want to name a slam after him, the Larson Slam. But All it right. can't be whatever you want it to be week to week. It has okay. to be one set of breakfast ingredients. Larson, go. All right, it's a waffle, Belgian waffle, bacon cooked inside of it. Uh, on the side, you get some sausage. I can't eat eggs anymore. My tummy hurts, so sorry, no <laughs> eggs. Maybe egg whites. Okay. Uh, you get the hash browns, and uh, why not? You get a side of pancakes, too. Side of... You get a bacon waffle. Slapjacks. You get the sausage links. Yeah. You get your hash brown. Flapjacks. Your egg whites. Side of, uh, side of pancakes. Well, no, here's the option. The side could be pancakes or biscuits and gravy. What the hell, do do? Mm-mm. No, man, that's too much what? of a variation. You get you choose one, dude. Is it biscuits no, and gravy are, or a side you, of flat? Here's jacks. the thing: more often than not, you get to choose your side. You get to have pancakes or bread or some sort of bread product. That's commonplace to choose your that one side. You get to choose what a side of what a side of pancakes or a bread product. Yeah. All right. Hey, it's your slam. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. It's my slam. <laughs> Quiet. Be quiet? You just tell me to be quiet on our podcast? How rude. As far as, as, far as talking back to me about what's in my slams. My <laughs> slam, damn it. Fine. Pancakes and biscuits and gravy. Happy now? Oh, yeah, man. I'm always happy. Uh, all right. So we got through that. Oh, yeah. So then uh, there, that the whole thing is interrupted by Alexa uh, Bliss and Nikki Cross. And they come out, and immediately I'm like, look, I, I really like Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Yeah. Whoever wrote this stuff is just garbage. Uh, they're terrible. 
and then this segment made me want to see Sasha and Bailey beat the crap out of them because this humor was so bad. It was so yeah. awful. They start saying, yeah. did you know that uh, Nikki here is the queen of Scotland? And she's like 350 people away from being the queen of England or something like that. 25th in line to be the queen of England. So they come out, queen of England, sorry. Uh, so they come out and say, well, we, we heard about your accomplishments. That's all true. However, let us uh, list our accomplishments. And that was uh, Alexa said that about Nikki. Nikki says Alexa is the epitome of champion. She's the first woman to drive across Antarctica in a, in a golf cart. So they get they get up close to the ring. They ball up the piece of paper, throw them, uh, get in the ring. Alexa says, "So now you know how ridiculous that all sounds." But what? I mean, Sasha and Bailey are, are highly decorated champions. WWE. They they have the bona fides. They don't have to make up stuff. Like do you see? Do you see all? They the, have accomplishments. Do you see all the gold that they have on them? It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, Alexa, she's like a what a six time champion or something like that. Yeah. She's had the woman's title a bunch. Yeah, right. Tag titles once. Yeah. Um, it just like, if cause at first it seemed like they were just going silly, funny route, and then when they hit the ring and they're like, "All right, time to ha- hammer on the point." You know how ridiculous you sound, mm-hmm. Alexa saying that to Sasha and Bailey. It's like, no, they're not sounding ridiculous. They're heels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're proud of what they've accomplished. By all means, let them be proud of what they've accomplished because they've accomplished a lot. It was a good, it was a good tribute too. I like that song. It was a really good tribute. So, anyways, uh, uh, let's see here. Nikki then decides to end the comedy and go serious. She's like, "Hey, uh, uh, you know, you you had your way to get here, but my heart got me here, and uh, if I put my whole heart into it, I can be SmackDown champ." Bailey and Sasha both laugh at her. Alexa Bliss slaps Bailey. Sasha says Bailey would get Bliss. A preview. I like this. This is good. Yeah, that was good. Ba- uh, Sasha now putting Bailey in matches. Mm-hmm. We'll give Alexa Bliss a preview of what's going to happen in Extreme Rules. Alexa accepts the challenge, so we get a pretty quick uh, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss match, which was fine, but it had a wonk finish. It did. Uh, Bailey was not in her ring gear. She had to wrestle in jeans and a t-shirt and some sneakers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she did have her rock tape on, so at least she kind of had a an idea she might see some in-ring action tonight mm-hmm. yeah so uh alexa has a control early when bailey starts uh dominating the match she would start working over alexa's arm and hand and then just like periodically turn towards nikki and mock her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like she did her corner splash and did it all you know kind of like over the top cartoonish yeah um and at one point at the end actually bailey's taunting nikki <clears throat> excuse mm-hmm. me nikki nikki gets on the apron that distracts the ref so Bailey takes Alexa over, so Sasha could hit Alexa with a knee, <clears throat> uh, and then Nikki runs over to Sasha, takes her out, and Bailey is getting in her face. It's like, come on, hit me, deck me, get involved. Nikki does, so Bailey wins by DQ, and so uh, Nikki's going after uh, Bailey. Sasha pulls Bailey out of the ring, so they're kind of against the barricade, staring up at Nikki. And while they're there, Sasha has that SmackDown Women's title just conveniently around her waist yeah yep that's called foreshadowing that's happening we got storytelling about two months for that one uh after that we had uh a preview sort of like a video of like swamp stuff and like shady looking things bray versus Braun, the swamp fight preview and then they said that next week uh or later on anyways they announced that next week we're gonna get the first confrontation between bray and Braun. Oh, Money in the Bank, yeah, they're going to show the whole match. From Money in the Bank, right, yeah. Um, Which I don't remember being terribly long. No, it was not terribly long. It was actually, that was a decent match, I think, wasn't it? It was fun. That was a good match, yeah. It was fun. Uh, another fun match, Kobe Kingston versus Shinsuke Nakamura. This was a, man, this is a good match, dude. This is really good. Again, Big E rolling to the ring. Best. Absolute Just, best. Uh, awesome. Just great. Uh, but yeah, both uh, both of the partners got kicked out. Big E got kicked out first for shenanigans, and then uh, Cesaro. Well, Cesaro immediately. started it. Uh, well, you know, okay, he got kicked out too then, yeah, right yeah. after Big E because he was, was like that celebrating. Was that was the case. Uh, Big E was making it was like Cesaro. He was actually the one who started it. Uh-huh. Jessica Carr said, "Oh yeah, you're out of here." Yeah. Uh, Nakamura ended ended up winning with uh, Kinshasa for the win. Yeah, yeah, and a, a finger to the eye, mm-hmm. and then Kinshasa. Yeah, yep. And so Cesaro comes back down the ring, 
He gets a table out from under ring, puts it in there. Uh, doesn't set it up, though. Big E runs out to make the save. So I guess we're getting a tables match. Um, probably at Extreme Rules between these two teams. However, before that, they will have a match next week for tag titles. Uh, most definitely end as some sort of wonky finish. Yeah, it's probably going to be the case. Again, setting up tables <clears throat> match at Extreme Rules. Yeah, I like how strong they've been booking Cesaro and uh, Nakamura, though. That's awesome. That's great. I mean, freaking Kofi's a former champion. This is a pretty clean win here. Yeah. Um. So that's good. Just I, I want to keep on. Uh, dude, I'll, I'll be totally happy if uh, Nakamura and Cesaro get those tag titles, solidify them as a solid team, and then have them oh, go that'd be back great. and forth yeah. to the New Day. That'd be that'd great. Be great. Uh, after that, we had, uh, yeah, so they announced next week we get that Bray versus Braun re- uh, replay. Uh, let's see here. We got Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross versus Bailey and Sasha, and the New Day versus Nakamura and C- uh, Cesaro for the tag titles. Oh, yeah, like mm-hmm. I said. Sorry. Uh, then we had the main event segment, which was, uh, wow, I am shocked that you have written so many notes for this because it really well, all the, boils all the... down to like. It's, it's, it's Seamus saying the same thing he's been saying for weeks. Yeah. Um, the the new wrinkle, essentially. Well, so, so Hardy comes down the ring first. He calls out Seamus. Hey, where are you? Seamus shows up at the Tron. He's at his bar at home. He's like, hey, Jeff, I just want to give you some personal space. And so in the ring, there's a bartender, like the type of bar you'd see set up at like a wedding or something. Yeah, yeah. You know? Open door, um, nice. Uh, and Seamus was essentially giving Hardy some crap about interjecting himself in the uh, honoring of, uh, of Undertaker last week, specifically defending the honor of the Undertaker when Corbin talked a bunch of trash, uh, pretty much hey, saying he must have felt pretty good getting all the adulation of your fellow wrestlers doing that. But it's part of your problem. Uh, you have a hard time facing reality. You stick your nose in other people's business to get that quick fix. And Seamus says, that breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, Jeff... You're lying to yourself. He thinks that things are going to be different this time. Uh, saying you're going to be back drunk in rehab, taking mug shots, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Seamus says, I found a solution to your problems. The answer is in one of those bottles. So he raises his glass. He gives a terrible toast. Um, just insulting Jeff Hardy. Uh, Hardy then calls Seamus the sickest person he's ever met. 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 Says, make it fun of his struggle, struggles of other people. Do you, Seamus, do you find that funny? Um, and Seamus says, I'm not there to hurt you. I'm there to help you. He doesn't need to live the lie anymore because he knows that Jeff Hardy just wants to jump back in the gutter with both feet. And so Seamus says, I brought my personal bartender, my favorite bartender, something in. Uh, he offers Jeff a drink. Seamus is really urging him to drink it. Uh, Jeff takes it and goes, you know, you're right. What's the worst that can happen? He acts like he's going to drink. Doesn't look towards the bartender, act like he's going to drink. Doesn't. And then just pours it on the bartender's head, yeah. breaks the bottle over his head, hits a swanton, and that's it. Like, what did the bartender do? He's just out there. Seamus hired him to do a job. No, I was fine with that. He, he was using him as an example. You get mixed up with this guy, you're going to get dealt with. And he was like, clearly, he's you know a, a local wrestler. So oh, obviously. He's like, he but knows I mean, how, if, he knows how to take I'm, a swanton. If I'm suspending my disbelief, this is just you know some. Uh, a bartender. That makes it even who, better for me, to be honest with you. Who who is probably out of work right now, given what's going on in the world. And, and Seamus calls him up, "Hey, I got, I got some work for you." And dude is probably like, "Yes, yes." You got you got to you got to pick and choose your jobs, man. You know you're going into a place that's going to be you know high uh, uh, dangerous situation in the. First I don't know, place. man. If I if 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 I haven't worked for three months. And then someone calls up and says, "Hey, got I got." Wait some a good second. Money for Hold you. on a second. This is Florida. They've been open. They only closed for like a week. This guy is fine. Their their cases might be soaring, but their unemployment numbers have probably plummeted. I don't know, man. I probably. Know. I don't know, man. They were eager to open, man. They were eager. I'm kind of actually curious about that to know what Florida's unemployment numbers are. No, they're yeah, probably amazing to be honest with you. Anyways, I mean that's a sad state of affairs. But uh, anyways, let's answer some questions. Sure, why not? Uh, Chi Town SD, who takes the title off AJ? Uh, at uh, this point, I could totally see it being Matt Riddle or Daniel Bryan. James Fletcher, if you could, oh, oh y'all know the answers to this question. If y'all can, uh-huh. if you could only watch AW or NXT, which would you watch? AW, NXT. Alex Foster, 
Michael Cole seems cool with Matt Riddle. What other random wrestlers might be cool with Michael Cole, baby? Michael Cole does a lot for NXT, so I'm sure they've had plenty of time to 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 get friendly, know get to know each other backstage. Yeah, pretty much anybody comes out of NXT. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we heard that a long time ago. Yeah, that, who does that still? I don't. I have I don't no know. idea if that's still the case, or if that, that ever Cole was the case. Involved. No, I mean he's been in like backstage stuff for NXT documentaries and stuff. He's oh there. yeah, okay, all right. At least I remember seeing it, seeing him there once. So mm-hmm. I think he is pretty. He is pretty, uh, or was pretty involved in NXT. So I think a lot of the 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 men and women who come out of NXT are probably uh, probably know Michael Cole. Probably. Uh, Dang MQ. So is this the start of a four to six month feud between Corbin and Riddle? Well, they'll at least have a match at SummerSlam. Uh, Corbin and Riddle. Yeah, they'll have a match at SummerSlam. Yeah, that seems like that seems that seems pretty likely. That seems pretty likely. Uh, let's see here. James Rodriguez brings up the story that we briefly mentioned, quoted as saying, okay, so number one, Baron Corman was not quoted as saying this. This is all like stuff that, uh, some of the wrestling journalists have, uh, that Baron Corbin said, Matt Riddle should work his way against five enhancement talents before getting into a feud with him. Uh, he asked a question. Does this mean John Morrison is considered enhancement talent for the purposes of this feud? That's basically what Morrison is, but it's not enhancement talent in the way that is commonly known. Enhancement talent yeah, is his job. The, strict, the strictest definition. Of yeah, he's 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 a he's a he's a level boss, not a final boss. Corbin's the final boss. Yeah. Uh, Alpha Jov, uh, do y'all think this type of matches are and are performed? Expected to build SmackDown with because they wanted to present it as a sp- oh they wanted to present SmackDown as a sports show. I think stuff like Morrison and Riddle is is if you want to create a sports centric wrestling program, that's the kind of stuff you show. They have SmackDown has all the ingredients for that. They really do. So ever since, especially they had they brought AJ on and then now Matt Riddle, um, and then they retained they started elevating Drew Gulak a little bit and, and mm-hmm. kept him around. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, I mean, tonight the proof is in is in the pudding pretty much, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Nemo said, when Morrison's music hit, <clears throat> my eyes went wide. I knew that this is something I needed to see. What other matches you not know you wanted until it happened? I didn't realize just how awesome a Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar encounter could be until the Royal Rumble. I was like, oh, wow. And then to see Brock give him that kind of respect. It was like, man, I'm so I was so focused on like Riddle versus Brock. The idea of Keith Lee versus Brock was like, oh wow, that's great. We haven't seen good. that match, but that encounter was really cool. Yeah, it was really good. I, I I'll say, uh, I'll say uh, again, not a match, but an encounter and like a legit encounter, maybe. Uh, uh, Matt Riddle and Goldberg. I don't know if I had any really interested ever ever seeing that match. Oh but seeing yeah. Them interact backstage, I'm like, oh yeah, that I definitely. We want need to see. to see that. Yeah, we that need I to. definitely want to see. Absolutely. Uh, Omega Advent says the 2009 version of a Galaxy was a Samsung GTI 7500. So there you go. That's that what predates Shame, the Galaxy, apparently. That's what Seamus uh, filmed his stuff on. Uh, Prince C. Ross, uh, how great would it be if Nikki Cross actually won? He actually proceeds this by saying, never going to happen. But how great would it be if Nikki Cross actually won the SmackDown Women's Championship? Well, that would be great. I could see it happening, just not anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But I could see that happening. Yeah. Uh, Kirsten says, Rob is the best. Rob's number one. Got a pen in my hand. Uh, YOLO all day says, Bailey's taker voice. Steve taker vo- better. Sorry. Ooh, man. Bailey's yeah, I saw that voice better than Steve taker voice confirmed. You got to read these in your head before you read them out loud, because sometimes they're so ridiculous that do you want to like, you just embarrass yourself by reading that comment, Larson. Gareth Nicholas, Bailey needs lessons from Steve. The Undertaker's voice was horrendous. Thank you. Thank you. Now you've See, redeemed yourself. People, you know, people have different opinions. You know, so, uh, people well, have their own opinions. They, I mean, they have right opinions, and then they have alternate facts. They have facts and alternate facts, Lars. <laughs> Omega Advent. How did I not think of this? Larson Slam is unlimited pancakes for two dollars. Two more pancakes for two dollars. <laughs> it's all you can eat, but then two more. But then two more. So I want all I can eat, but then two more. You never know. Two more. Might clear up room. Uh, let's see here. Sleazy Mo. What are the kayfabe jobs of backstage producers like Jamie Noble and Adam Pierce other than breaking up fights? Administrative work. We've seen that with Adam Pierce when he was like, hey, everybody, we got a situation. Gather around. Uh, and all of a sudden, I'm seven feet tall. Yeah. 
Uh, Ryan K. Lamb says, Larson, I make a waffle with chorizo in the batter, then cover that with chorizo gravy. It is delicious. That sounds amazing. That actually sounds pretty good. I'll be honest. That sounds amazing. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Stevie Bradley's doppelganger says, I'm still holding. He actually is. You can see his picture. <clears throat> I'm still holding hope. Corbin is a win slash squash and done. Who should Riddle's for first feud, first full feud be? I'm I'm sorry, but you're you're watching it. This is going to be a full on feud. Yeah. Uh, after that, I think it should and probably will be AJ Styles. It's actually entirely possible that Baron Corbin will find a way to win a match during this feud too. It's possible. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Uh, Ethion M. What do you guys think is the realistic ceiling for Matt Riddle? They let him be him. He's got all the charisma in the world. He's a hell of a wrestler. I mean, he 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 could be a world champion. He could definitely be a world champion for sure. Uh, Anthony Morrison and Riddle had instant chemistry. Who are some other guys you can think of who just instantly meshed? Oh, Gargano and Almas. That first match they had of theirs was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All those, all that, that whole stretch of NXT. Main events, Gargano Black, uh, uh, Andrade Black, all those. Uh, Rain Trigger, who are your guys' favorite celebrity wrestling fans? I'm going to see if you know yours because I know what yours should be because I think it's mine too. Is it LeBron? No, not even oh. close. Who is it's it? not even close, Larson. Oh, yeah, Werner Herzog. Werner <laughs> Herzog. Well, he doesn't like wrestling. He likes WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he just considers WWE WrestleMania. I know. I know. That's what's great about him. Uh, Anthony asks, since Renee has her new cookbook, who should be the next with a cooking-related show or book? Anthony says Baron Corbin. Yeah, he seems to be an aspiring grill master. I actually agree with that. I was going to say The New Day, but it's totally Baron Corbin. That guy has, it's like he's trying to be the next George Foreman guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Otis. How yeah, to that'd be a, good a, too. A great ham. Yeah, Otis would be good. I'm all at it. Oh no, I got one more question here. Oh okay. Uh, oh, okay. Marcus Aurelius, smart guy, says we were talking on Discord, and since you never check Discord, I thought I'd ask it here. I'm while I'm reading this, I'm gonna actually load up Discord. Very well. Uh, if not Roman, who would you book The Rock to put over for the remainder of their WWE career? Uh, they said Keith Lee, Drew, and Adam Cole. I think Keith Lee is totally the answer. Yeah, Keith Lee probably. Keith Lee, man, huge. That dude's gonna be a huge star. Jonathan asked you, Steve, if you could book a character inspired by unsolved mysteries in WB, how would you book it? Uh, it'd be uh, well, it'd be Fumbles the bank robber. All right, that was a guy on Unsolved Mysteries, and his he got that name because the first time he walked into a bank, he fell. Uh, and the rest of the time they had the reenactment guy. Just be a complete buffoon, even though there's no evidence to suggest that beyond that first fall, this guy was a buffoon. He eventually, he got caught. He got caught pretty easily. So it'd be fumbles. That's what it would be. So you're booking an early 90s WWF uh, gimmick, essentially. It's like my favorite time. Like 1995 was really peak wrestling for me. In your mind, yeah. Hugh Long Heavy asks, Larson, what occasions call for the red pants? Uh, generally, too, when I'm out of all my other pants. And uh, if I'm feeling in the mood to to wear red pants, sex it. sex time, sex time, right? Well, Turn really on the. Much, don't really see much point in wearing pants in that particular time. Uh, well, you know, there's the pre-sex time. That that gets you know the lover in the mood. 
All right. The yeah. red pants. Your little weird body. <laughs> My little weird body. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Omega Advent, you guys have the choice of either being the manager of your favorite wrestler of all time or being managed by your favorite manager of all time. Which option do you pick and who fits the role for you? I would be wait if you had if you could be managed by or either what? you're the manager of your favorite wrestler of all time or you're managed by your favorite manager. I'd rather be a manager to be honest with you. I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be loads of fun. I'd rather be a manager. I, the idea of Paul Ellering making sure all my bills are paid. God, gosh, that'd be great. Just, just one, yeah. one last thing to worry about. That's a, that's a smart. That's a smart. That's a smart answer right there. That's yeah. a good answer. I would want to manage. Uh, who would I manage? Well, it's your favorite wrestler. So, who's your favorite wrestler? That's the question. Well, I mean, it's probably Triple H, but I don't. Want to, right. I don't want to manage him. Well, I'd be managing Shawn Michaels. I'd want to manage like Booker T. Mm. That seems like it'd be fun. Yeah, man. That just seems like it'd be fun. Uh, Anthony, power rank the top five WWE unsolved mysteries. Uh, we we kind of did ten for the win on that on uh, mystery storylines. True. Some were solved, some weren't. Yeah, check that out on. Uh, it was yeah, it's it's. I think it's our it's like our pinned video or whatever they call yeah, I it. So. It's yeah, our trailer yeah, it on our channel. It is. Yeah. Yes. I got no more questions here. Oh, there's a couple more here. Okay. Uh, White Brownie, obviously get rid of the third hour isn't happening. What does the WB need to do to make Raw enjoyable like SmackDown? Uh, pretty much get rid of the third hour. Three hours is a long time. It's too much. It's a long time. And honestly, that is... Like, when you have crowds and there's really inspired writing and you get, like, those Raws where there's, like, a 30-minute banger match... Then that's then that's that's how raw really should be. If, if the other some, the other fifty weeks of the year, though. <laughs> no, I know, I agree, I know. It's it's horrible. Like some like you're right. Like twice a year, they can put together like an episode that has like a beginning, middle, and end, mm -hmm. and then they also have like some banger matches and some really cool stuff happens. And that's when that's when crowds are there, and when it's like a killer crowd, it's like really fun. But yeah. like these days. It kind of doesn't exist. Like, yeah, it, the writing, honestly, I think that since, Heyman, that since Heyman's been gone, Raw's been better. Yeah. But it ain't saying much. It really isn't. No. no. Jonathan, would Queen of the Ring work in the current women's division? Heck yeah, man. Make it yeah. cross-brand. Cross-brand would be amazing. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. I heard there's some pretty decent uh, New Japan Cup matches. I want might check some of those out I know. I need, to, I need to catch up on those. Mm -hmm. uh, Weathered Soul says, date... She's got a date with a friendo next Saturday. Oh, wow. Mini golf and barbecue is the plan. That is awesome. That sounds amazing. I might have some barbecue just, uh, you know, for an act of solidarity, man. Plus, I'm fat piece shit. I like barbecue, man. Barbecue's delicious. <laughs> uh, Berg the Great asks, where was Otis tonight? COVID. I assume, mm. I assume everybody we don't see has coronavirus. Mm. Again, that's a joke. That's a joke. All right. It's designed to have people laugh. Oh, Steve, right. you scoundrel, you. Yeah, scoundrel. I, that's, um, it's, kind of, it's not a terrible uh, white, to make, to be honest with you. White Brown 92, if WB brought back the World Cup power rank, how would you book it and who was in it? The World if the, Cup. If WB had like a World Cup, I guess. Um, oh, sorry, it's two different things now I see it. If WB brought back the World Cup, period, okay. or comma, power rank, how would you book it and who would be in it? Remember they had the World Cup that Shane won? Greatest wrestler yeah. in the world was. Yeah, we did this time actually have a really good wrestler one. win it. Uh yeah, that'd be great. You know what, man? Say hey, we're breaking down this invisible door and uh intergender. So mm. reach out across the the landscape of wrestling. Say, AW, let's let's drop our Wednesday night pathetic wrestling war where we're barely between the two of us barely eke out one and a half million viewers let's drop that for yeah. a second yeah let's drop that and just bring some of your guys over uh oscar oscar wins the whole thing oscar of course oscar wins the entire thing don't be crazy oscar she wins is that it yeah so oh one more uh, minkus from boy meets world if wb were to bring back one championship what should it be and who should win it that's WWE. 
They have a European championship. It's called the UK championship. If WWE were to bring back one championship, uh, TV title, they're making the network title, and it's defended on every episode. There you go. And they interrupt network programming to, to have the title defended. That's, still, that's still a great idea. Yeah, it's a really great good. idea. It's a good one. Be really good. Be really Anyways. good. Uh, everybody, stick around. Apparently, there's a raid pending. Uh, we're going, are, are we going to raid uh, Adam Bacitti? Is that what we're going to do? Okay. We'll stick around. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, but for YouTube, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Oh, and the audio realm. Talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.